DJ, PK, and Mark Pope join us. BYU basketball coach Mark, good morning. Gentlemen, how are you? We are good, but we're probably not as good as you. The Twitterverse erupted with the news that you're getting Matt Harms. He could have gone to Kentucky. It's good to stick it to Kentucky. You don't like those Kentucky guys, do you? <laughs> Kentucky guys are shady. <laughs> well, we're uh, we're unbelievably excited. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a he's a terrific player, and he's an even better young man. So so we're we're extremely excited about having him on the team. So you finally got somebody you can look up to, huh? Literally. <laughs> well. Well, you know, our front line is bigger than it was last year, that's for sure. Um, yes. And, uh, you know, this, yeah, I didn't know uh, Matt at all uh, until, I don't know, two weeks ago when it was, when he came on the portal or 10 days or whatever. But, um, but man, he's an impressive young man. So when you talk about looking up to him, I don't just look up to him in terms of stature, but he's extraordinary. Uh, you know, this is a kid who, um, you know, is working at a shelter uh, you know, six hours every week, uh, an animal shelter, right? He's got a, a really soft heart. And you know, I called him, uh, I don't know, a week ago and just kind of drilling him. And he's like, coach, I got to go, man. I'm working on this paper. And so we dug into this and he's, he's doing this, uh, essentially, uh, review of legal briefs in a case that went all the way to the Supreme Court and just got handed down a 90 page decision. Early and, and, uh, kind of described the entire process to me and was going on and on about how uh, Justice Scalia, you know, in his tenure in the Supreme Court always used to rule one way and uh, talked to me about the other Supreme Court justices and how their tendencies were. And I'm like, this cat is unbelievable. So he is a multifaceted, mature young man that, that is, uh, BYU fans are going to fall absolutely in love with. So... Uh, I think they're already in love with him, uh, and I know the Twitterverse is only a, a percentage of the fan base, but they just head over heels. He played in the Big Ten, and Kentucky's a national program, and they wanted him, and people were all sorts of pumped up. I also think, though, that, uh, and we've seen this in the past with multiple programs, including BYU basketball, if the expectations get too far out in front of reality, that's a problem. Uh, so specifically... What does he bring, and specifically, what should he not be expected to bring? Because you got to keep this kind of, you know, grounded in reality here. You guys, you guys know me. I don't try to talk down expectations. <laughs> uh, we're trying to, we're, we're trying to win. We're trying to win big, and we don't win big, then we deserve to take a hit. So, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't tend, uh, you know, dumb down things. Um, you know, we have a job doing. Our job is to go win. And so we're going to do everything we can to do. And when we when we win, we're going to celebrate. And when we don't, we're going to we're going to suffer. And this Matt Holmes has come here because he's got big dreams. And um, and he, uh, you know, he's 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 taking a big risk, right? He's 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 going somewhere where he's actually never been on our campus. And and he's he's uh, going to a program that, at least for this coaching staff, is really really young. But he's doing it because. Um, he wants to take a massive swing and see what he can do. You know, think about this is a seven-three uh, center slash power forward that uh, has a really, really beautiful stroke. You know, he only shot thirty-one percent from the three-point line last year, but uh, when you look at his stroke, you just, you just, you're, you're just a believer who, um, you know, rebounds from the three-point line on the offensive end and. Uh, he's played a lot of pinch posts. You know, he's played for an unbelievable coach in Matt Painter for the last several years. And, 
clearly has been well schooled and um he's excited to do everything he can to expand his game and help us win and you know, that's our job that's what we're going to try and do So with Lee and Baxter coming back and the two red shirts that are going to be available now with this kid, you're going to have five big men, and ultimately competition sorts itself out. But what's your idea as far as how they're all going to play? Well, we're going to use everybody. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're blessed to be in a league uh, that, that year in and year out has, if not the best front line, but one of the top two or three front lines in America, and certainly in the Zags. Uh, you know, with with everybody coming back and and a couple guys coming back that were injured uh, the second half of the season last year, you know, we are we're facing the best front line in America, and um, and so we need you know all hands on deck, and, and we're playing another ridiculously difficult schedule this year, and and uh, for us to win and win big, we need all these guys, and we have, you know, we have a not overly experienced. Um, but in some ways a very veteran, very deep, uh, really, really talented and really, really long front line. But more importantly, a bunch of guys that, um, you know, are dying to compete for each other. Uh, you know, one of the things I love about is Matt Harms is, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he plays with such fiery passion. Sometimes it overflows all over the court and all the way into the stands, right? And um, that's a contagious feel. And, uh, you know, this Rich Harward, who I've had the pleasure of coaching at Utah Valley and transferred here and sat out last year, you know, he's the same way. He's got so much passion. And you think about Gavin Baxter with all the talent he brings. And, you know, and Wyatt Lowell, you know, at the three and the four with his incredible skill set. And Kobe Lee was our starter for the entire season last year in a, you know, in a team that was ranked in the top 20. Um, and that's a good crew. Uh, it's a really good crew. Uh they weren't extremely excited about coaching. How many of the bigs can you play together? Have them have enough game where they can step out, shoot the ball, spread the floor, so you could really have a lot of size on the court all at once? Well, Gavin Baxter can really shoot it. Uh, Wyatt Lowell's a proven shooter. He only shot 40% for us uh, almost the entire season. His freshman year was a whack freshman year. Uh, Kobe Lee shot uh, a great percentage last year, even though he didn't shoot a ton. Matt Harms is you know, he's going to make a big jump in his percentage. He's fully capable. Uh, and this Rich Harward, if you had Rich on right now, he would say, I'm the best freaking shooter of all of them, right? Uh, and Rich would be hyped about it. So, you know, we think that these guys can really spread the floor. More importantly, they can really pass the ball. Uh, Rich Harward is an unbelievable passer from the pinch post and the low post. Um, and uh, and he's got a, he's got a, a great feel and great vision in and I think Matt has shown the capability to do that at a high level. And we think um, with, with, with the way he'll fit into our system, he's going to grow into an elite passer. Certainly he's going to be able to pass over everybody, right? Um, and so, you know, these guys, are they can play physical and they can play long. We should, we should feel way more comfortable on the defensive glass this year with a great effort, and, and we should be able to attack teams on the offensive side. All those things are important parts of the game that we're excited about. So, obviously, you got to, we've discussed the front court. In the back court, we know we got Barcelo Harding. you got some recruits coming in. I'm going to ask you about Jesse Wade as far as his health. Do you anticipate him playing and playing for you next season? 
Well, Jesse is, uh, you know, Jesse is, is, is working hard. You know, his, his body has not been kind to him so far in his college career. Um, but he is 100% committed to finding a way to uh, fight through all this frustration and really accomplish something special. So, you know, we're excited. We're, we're excited to see what he can do. Um, he's a really, really talented player. Uh, and he's, he's really talented with the ball in his hands. He just needs to find a way to get his body up. So, um, you know, we, we've kind of, we've kind of um, you know, chased every corner and avenue of rehab and, and reconstruction and, and we're rolling through the whole thing again to see if we can help him. Right now, he's he's feeling really good. He's um he's on a pretty intense program that he set up for himself with our uh, medical staff. Um, he's 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 doing some interesting things right now. That, that'll be a fun story, uh, you know, if and when he he finds his way back to 100% health. So we're really hopeful, um, especially hopeful for him. He's been through a lot, and I would love to see him on the court competing again. How much is the roster completely set, and how much could there still be changes? Whether guys are coming or guys are going, uh, we got we got a lot of work to do. Um, so it's uh, you know, we got our heads down right now, and this is a really important next two months for us. Um, we have to find the the, the right guys uh, to to round out this roster. Um, there's uh, you know there's certainly some some great talent, and I think some maybe undervalued talent in this portal right now that uh, have huge upsides. And so we're chasing it hard. You know, I'm blessed with, you know, you think about this, Cody Fieger and, and Chris Burgess and Nick Robinson. Uh, this, these guys are so hungry, and um, they just hit it hard every single day. They're, they're hitting it hard with our players in every way that they're allowed to do right now every single day, and, and they are just crushing this portal, just scouring it in. Intense research on every single player as they come out, and and uh, you know you're lucky, man, as a head coach when you have staff like that that, that can really recruit. So I'm really interested to see how you get a kid who's a foreign kid, obviously plays in the States in Indiana, and you get him to commit to Provo, Utah, without ever seeing your campus. And I don't even know if he's ever been in the state of Utah, let alone Provo. He drove through. He didn't stop. He didn't stop anywhere, but he drove through. Uh, you know, it, it probably says more about Matt Harms than it does about us. I, I'm going to tell you what I think it talks about. So so let me tell you why I think this happened. One is because my staff's incredible. And, um, you know, Nick Robinson was the first one to make contact with Matt. As soon as he came in the portal and was able to, you know, um, was able to coerce him into sitting down and having a Zoom call with us, uh, and then, you know, we got one shot at him. And after the call, Matt was like, you know what, I'm really surprised. I actually want to talk to you guys again. Let's go. And um, and uh, and then, you know, Coach Fennell and Coach Burgess work so incredibly hard. And, and uh, they've done an unbelievable job developing our guys. And so the three of those guys uh, kind of teamed up to do this. So first was the staff. The second thing, and I kid you not, um, you know, these crazy polls going on with the best mascot in the country and the best fans in the country and all this stuff, you know, you can say what you want about it. You can say it's meaningless. You can say that, uh, you know, that um, it's silly. But but at, at the heart of hearts, man, being a fan can, can be meaningless and silly, but you care. And, and it's no surprise that Cosmo was the number one, you know, voted the number one mascot in the country and that, 
that you know, I think our fan base is ultimately going to win this thing and, and be the number one fan base in the country based on these polls is because our fans care. And this fan base is extraordinary. And the stretch and reach that it has is breathtaking. And, and, um, and uh, you know, Matt could feel that. Like, I mean, our fan base is an unbelievable recruiting tool. You know, you send kids uh, video of, of the Marriott Center on senior night this year, and even a guy that's playing in the Big Ten that's played in all those games, he was like, man, I've never seen anything like that. Um, and so our fan base is a huge part of it. And, uh, and the most important part is our players. Um, you know, the product that they were able to show on the court last year, I think it's caught in people's attention and, and, um, and guys want to be a part of it and they want to be a part of that locker room. And I think Matt's mature enough to see all that and, and, uh, know who he is and what he cares about. He was so excited to jump on board. And, you know, like I said, we clearly we're so excited to have him. Nick Robinson has a quote that caught my attention in the Deseret News. There's a story on scheduling. Jeff Call wrote it. And I've always thought, and I thought Lavelle Edwards did a great job of this at BYU with the way he turned around everything with missions. You know, it was perceived as a weakness. He turned it yeah. into a strength to the point that yeah. everybody else in the league was complaining about it. And I'm a San Diego yeah. State fan, so I know we were complaining about it. So <laughs> the scheduling, you know, nobody wants to go to the Marriott Center because your fans show up in huge numbers and it's loud and it's at elevation and then you got to go out and compete against a good team and you're probably going to lose. And he has a quote um, about non-conference scheduling um, and he turns it on his head. Uh, yes, you've been dominant at the Mary Center and the quote is, that is actually an advantage for some of the Power Five and Blue Blood programs. The way yep. scheduling is structured these days, you want to be able to play quad one quality opponents on the road or on neutral sites. So... That's an awesome quote, and it's an awesome thought. Do you think any of the Blue Bloods who want to get a one, two, or three seed and need quad one wins, are you actually going to get them this coming year in the Marriott Center? Man, we're trying. We're, 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 we're trying like crazy. It's not easy. Um, you know, part of and, 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 and all, you know, it, it also is important to note that all these leagues have gone to 18 and 20 game league seasons. So that makes it really difficult. That yeah. makes it complicated just genuinely because it, you know, it, it means they don't have as many discretional games that they can schedule. But what Nick said is absolutely true. You know, um, you know, we finished number nine in the net this year, uh, and, and 13 and 10, Tom. And part of that is because we know that if we, schedule big it helps you with all the metrics win or lose you know so the truth is is for a power five for kansas or kentucky or duke or a blue blood north carolina to roll into the marathon center it actually is not expensive for them in terms of metrics win or lose right and um and if they win it you know it's, it's a huge shot in the arm so you know, we're trying to sell that narrative. I think, you know, we've established both at UVU and at BYU that it works. When you schedule really, really hard, it helps all your numbers, even if you don't come away from winning. You know, hopefully um, teams will feel that more and more and see it more and more, and, and we can get uh, great competition in the Marriott Center. It's really important to us. I mean, it's really, really important. It's been a point of emphasis to to try and make that happen. Our fans deserve it, and, and it's good for college basketball. So, we're trying. Okay. 
So, Mark, is it, to be totally honest, there's a prevailing thought here that you're not long for BYU, that you got higher aspirations to go to other places. So I'm not going to ask you to pledge allegiance to the to BYU by any stretch, but what I'm going to ask you is you're crazy enough to think that you can win at the highest level in Provo, don't you? I'm, I'm done that way, my friend. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you know, most people say that's not very small, but, but I just believe it. And, and uh, you know, I get that. Uh, we get that in a lot, a lot of recruiting. Everybody's saying, well, he's going to leave, he's going to leave. And, and um, you know, I don't know. I hope that when people look at our team and look at what we're trying to do, I hope they can see that all of us are putting our heart and soul and we are 100% invested in BYU. I love this place. Uh, I'm telling you, there are so many power fives that I could go to, uh, that any of us could go to, that we, any of us could go to, where we are not going to have uh, the ingredients that we have here at BYU. Um, from facilities to fan base to tradition to just the care, right? Um, I think this is an extraordinary place. And, you know, I think we can really recruit at a high level. Now we have to. You know, we have to we have to be relentless, and we're going to end up going through through hundreds of names and hundreds of deep recruiting pitches to finally get to the guys that see that this is the perfect fit for them. But I have a staff that's willing to put in the hours and do it, and and I think you know we say this all the time. We 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 have scary dreams that you're scared to talk about, but but um, we have high expectations for what we're trying to accomplish here, and and we're going to keep pounding away until we do it. Well, I don't know if you're going to take a job or not, Mark, but you're going to get offered them because those numbers you said about the net number and Ken Palm and the win-loss record and just the way the arena looked the night of the Gonzaga win at home. Uh, we saw what happened with the Colorado football program in Michigan State swooping in with big money. So we know how Power 5 schools think. So we'll be intrigued to see how it plays out. And uh, good luck with your, your head down in the transfer portal uh, grinding away here in the next few weeks. Guys, I'm telling you, you are going to love this Matt Harms. I'm excited for you guys to meet him and get him on. This kid is uh, he's spectacular, and he's going he's gonna to do some special things here. So thanks for having me on. Have a great day, gentlemen. Okay, thank you very much. There he is, Mark Pope, BYU basketball coach.